This is This Week Above the Fold, your new weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is March 8th. I'm Emma Irwin. I have Bernie Che, Associate Director of Omnichannel Platforms at Flywheel Digital here with me. Today, we're going to cover Instacart adding a chatbot to their grocery shopping app, findings from the CRC's updated study on private label in the U.S., and Amazon's new customer gallery button. So for story number one, Instacart is joining the chat GPT frenzy, adding that chatbot to their grocery shopping app. Can you tell me about how this feature will work and what the purpose of this is? First of all, I love this. It's just a fun one with all the news recently on ChatGPT and AI in general. The use of this for Instacart is really to become a one-stop shop for consumers for their grocery journey uh, and helping take some of that cognitive load out of a weekly shop. The idea is to be able to use the Ask Instacart function to help consumers find what they're looking for, whether it be within a specific budget, within a specific health or diet nutrition need, or within a specific set of cooking skills or even meal prep times. I think that for Instacart, this really falls into one of their main focuses this year, which is basket building and inspiration. So by using the Ask Instacart function, they're really opening up opportunities for consumers to find what they want, but to start that decision process in the app rather than beforehand and solving for barriers to basket building like additional research or additional information that might be needed uh, or any difficulty finding products, solving for that using Ask Instacart and allowing consumers to build that basket and find what they need. Let's talk bigger picture here. What do we think this means for Instacart as a whole or what does this tell us about them? So I think that for some, this could be considered a little bit surprising because the companies that really jumped on AI originally were the ones that you would expect, like Meta or Snap or Microsoft. But what this really reminds us is that Instacart is at its core a technology company. It's easy to think of them as just grocery, but even looking back at the acquisitions of Eversight and Rosie and the creation of Carrot Ads, we can see that above all, what they do is actually create technological solutions that are just solving grocery problems. I think it also shows us that Instacart continues to want to be on the cutting edge and that they're investing forward. We know that AI and ChatGPT is still in its infancy, and we continue to uncover problems like bias or data privacy. So there's a lot of testing still to do there. But the commitment to exploring it from Instacart really shows the company's willingness to look forward. On to story number two, which is the CRC's most recent U.S. consumer study on brand loyalty and private label. Can you give me one line on what this report is looking at and then some key findings? This report is really looking at understanding the way that consumers view private label versus name brands and how people choose to purchase what they do. It's a really, really large report, and so there are a lot of takeaways. But some of the main takeaways for me are that nearly 60% of the consumers surveyed purchased a private label product in the past three months. And then not only did they purchase a private label product, nearly 85% of them are likely to continue to purchase that private label. That is a massive chunk of the space that belongs to private label. Additionally, I wanted to note that this was surprising to me. The perception for private label is actually really positive. Most people, the majority at 65%, are seeing it as a positive in terms of the quality of the item itself. Another main takeaway is that on average, over 70% of consumers are going to switch out of the brand they were buying if the initial brand that they're looking for is out of stock. And so if the out-of-stock preferred brand is actually not there, there's a push to look at private label. That's actually the third reason that people choose private label as their purchase. The first reason, of course, being value, and the second reason being that an item may may be on deal. That third reason is the out-of-stock. 
Story number three, which is a new customer gallery button showing up as the last image tile of the Amazon PDP carousel, which leads consumers to see all of the images and videos from the ASINs reviews. Shout out to our friend of the show, Todd Hassenfeld, on that entire description of this story. But what is Amazon's motivation in adding this feature? First of all, I never want to miss out a chance to shout out to Todd. So shout out to Todd again. Uh, but Amazon and its consumers have always known that Amazon's ratings and reviews are a massive part of their ecosystem. Amazon has already proven this out by providing the Vine program and also stating that a retail-ready PDP has to have 15 reviews or more. Uh, so we know that they know it's important. We know that on Amazon, ratings and reviews are incredibly powerful, with over 90% of 18 to 34-year-olds trusting online reviews as much as personal recommendations, and 93% of overall consumers saying that reviews are going to influence their purchasing decisions online. I think this feature is about bringing that trust and consumer obsession back to the forefront for Amazon. Amazon has been dealing with a lot of black hat tactics and fraudulent reviews over the past few years, and they've been making tweaks around their review offering to look to continue to ensure validity. They moved things around around um, allowing ratings without reviews to increase adoption and waiting towards verified purchasers. And we think that this continues in the trend of ensuring that consumers are aware of what they're getting and becoming a trusted source for research and vetting for products. For Amazon, this is also hopefully going to decrease the amount that a consumer is getting something that they're not expecting, increasing positive consumer ex consumer experiences and decreasing returns or logistic needs. Last one for you. What is the most interesting story in your opinion? In my opinion, uh, one of the most interesting stories is actually around the private label report. While it's not exactly a story, I think that the deeper insights into how consumers are looking at private label, especially during these times of economic stress, it's really important for brands to be aware of. There may be reasons that consumers aren't looking to buy your brand that are not necessarily about your brand. It's probably about the economic landscape, or it could potentially be that your item is out of stock. Uh, there are definitely reasons that people are choosing to go private label over brand name. And I think it's, it's important for brands to realize and to take a look at that report a little bit more deeply, looking at the generation breakouts that they have there and looking at the the way that brands are looking to combat the private label issues that we're seeing today. Perfect. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold, digested for you by our essential digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, senior editor and specialist at Essential. See you next time.